Hello and welcome to Speak Your Truth and Look Good Doing It podcast. My name is Camila, or as you've seen me online, Maria Camila. I'm a brand strategist, photographer, and videographer. This work is about amplifying the visibility of conscious leaders and brands who are wanting to leave this world better than they found it. This podcast is about letting ourselves be seen, both physically and spiritually, and highlighting the nuances we experience as we are growing both personally and professionally. Thank you for being here, and let's go ahead and dive in. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. The podcast is a safe space. It's a great place to unwind and to explain all of the things it's one it's a place if you want to start a podcast I highly recommend it to connect deeper with your audience it's a place where you can thoroughly explain what you're saying I realize that sometimes there are things that I believe are profound and important that I would like to say to friends or people that I'm working with clients And I'm still working on the strength to deliver the information. Although in the podcast, I actually feel very comfortable delivering the information. So yeah, and that's what this episode is going to be about today. And today's episode was actually inspired by an interaction I had with a person in my life. Um, We experienced a fallout and... But it, it actually is teaching me, it's teaching me the importance of adapting and learning to be open-minded. And it's interesting because as an entrepreneur, you are playing this game of you are trusting yourself, but you also need to be open-minded to certain things. And I'll explain what I mean of when it's wise to be open-minded and Also, more of the lessons that I have experienced. And all right, so let's actually go ahead and dive in. (laughs) It's a lot of times I hear people that don't want to feel constrained. Like, I realize that as human beings, we like to be very free flowing and we don't want to be put in a box and which are all very valid reasons i think we just don't want to feel constrained to just being one type of person which is totally valid although i've come to realize that it's important like if you are a person that you want to start a business or a personal brand or honestly if you want to achieve a certain result you're gonna have to be open-minded to a few things and you have to allow yourself to be transformed by a few things a common um a common uh like a saying that i hear from people especially when it comes to building a personal brand or to their business or to content creation they say i don't want to feel constrained I don't want to feel limited to, like, I don't want to be boxed in, and I don't want labels, and 
this is a common thing that I hear. And it has me thinking about that perspective. Because when I think of myself, I found so much freedom and niching down. I found so much freedom in having clarity in what I already do. And I want to talk about just... I was like exploring myself and like what reasons I have had success in my life and part of why I've been able to have like successful friendships or successful um, or starting my own business or just like things I've accomplished in my life. It came from allowing myself to be transformed by an experience and being open-minded and I'll explain how this was born vulnerability cherry right now happening but I had this interaction with a person in my life this person they showed a lot of interest in being friends with me like when it comes to friendships there's always somebody who initiates getting closer to a person so this was a person that they initiated getting closer to me and I was still testing the waters with like how close do I want to be with this person as per usual, as we all do. And this person was, the way that I would describe him is very um, matter-of-fact way of being. Very straightforward, very direct. But this person was like very direct a lot of the time to a point that it would just hurt my feelings a lot. And I noticed that I was, I would respond back to this person for the sake of like wanting to get along with them in the same way but then this person said like oh I want to I want our friendship to be more than just like transactions or like factual things that we talk about um I want to talk more about personal things and to me I'm like of course like I, I I believe in friendships that talking about the personal stuff too and I'm very comfortable with that but I noticed that whenever I would share my vulnerability with this person, like my softness, they were very rude about it or they were very, um, they would give me unsolicited advice or they were very, I want to say condescending and insensitive in the way they would respond to the things that I was going through. So all of those things caused for me to feel very unsafe in the friendship or the interaction. And... I started getting to points where I would mention back to the person like, oh my gosh, like the the way you responded to me sharing my personal life to you um, hurt my feelings. It's like like I I respond better to softness when I'm explaining the things that I'm going through. And, And I noticed that this person... The way that they express their love and affection is through actions or through like getting me referrals for my business. It and I think that's the way that they perceived um, their love and affection towards me, or like how they were being a good friend is based on their terms in that way. Although when it came to me sharing my softness and my vulnerability, uh, which I believe is my power. Like business skills are things that I've had to develop. Those hard skills are things that I've had to really work on. But to me, naturally, I believe that being a good listener, being empathetic, being aware of people's uh, feelings and softness and emotions. And I'm such a bleeding heart. And I believe that that comes very naturally to me. 
But I think to this person, they don't have the same trait. And maybe that's why we were drawn to one another. But it kept happening so many times that I would share my, again, my feelings, my softness. And this person would respond in a, in a way that I think they just thought that they were being direct. And they maybe they believe that like that's okay. But to me, it really hurt me. And it really started making me doubt myself as a person. I was starting to feel small. Until it got to a point where enough times that I brought it up to their attention of when you respond in this way, it just hurts. It's very hurtful. And then there was this one time where I just, again, I brought it up to their attention and I was more firm about it um, to the point that the way that they responded, because I think they were getting frustrated with me bringing it up so often of, hey, this is hurting my feelings, like the way you respond and your word choice and your tone and the way you're carrying yourself is hurtful, especially when I'm sharing my very personal things about my life um, and you respond to it in such an insensitive way. And this person's response to me was, you're putting me to an unrealistic expectation. And they also said, it's not my responsibility. Um, your feelings are not my responsibility. And then they also said, you, I don't want to be in a friendship where I'm walking on eggshells. And they also said, I, yeah, I don't want to feel like I'm walking on eggshells. And I also want to feel like I can be myself. And it had me thinking about just that concept of, oh, I want to feel like I can be myself. And I realized that it's such a big entrepreneur desire and I'll, I'll explain how all of this comes together in a second. Um, but yeah, wanting to be ourselves is such like a human need that we desire in so many areas of our life. Like it, being comfort, comfortable in exactly where we are is such an important need. And anyways, when it came to this friendship, uh, we like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, we had a fallout um, because my response to that was, of course, I understand you want to be yourself, but I also want to be myself. And I read the way I feel safe is through softer words and through consideration of my feelings. And anyway, we had a fallout. But it had me thinking of just that concept of I just want to be myself. And I think as entrepreneurs, it's the same thing. I just want to be myself. And I think to a degree, being yourself is part of the recipe of success in life, whether you're looking for love, friendships, fitness, creating your own business, whatever, like being yourself is so important. But what's also important is knowing when to change, knowing when to acquire new skills, knowing when to, like for instance, like that person if you want to have a deeper friendship with people who are more profound and deeper and more, because I know this person was attracted to me because of my personality and because of my, like I, I've come to realize with myself that that energy that I carry and that's like the energy, the softness, like that thing that you can't teach, I know why that person was attracted to me because of that magic. But if you are not willing to, honor me and that magic or if you're not willing like if you want a piece of that you need to be a match to that and 
And I think this is applicable in friendships or this is applicable in even fitness. Like I think a lot of times we want to think like, I just want to be myself, but there's so much resistance to us allowing ourselves to be transformed by an exp- by like principles in order for us to get the result that we want. Another example I have for this was fitness. And with fitness, I remember I, so I'm like relatively a very like skinny person and I don't really have a lot of muscle mass. I was not, I didn't grow up being a very athletic person, but later on in my life, I really wanted to uh, build more muscle and really commit to it. So I remember I hired a fitness coach and when it came to fitness, uh, I remember that I was like, I want to have bigger legs, but like, I just don't do squats or whatever. And the fitness coach responds back to me telling me, we're going to do lots of legs. Like it's done. <laughs> and she, she didn't even sugarcoat it. I mean, she was sweet about it. But I think sometimes in life, that one thing we are resisting is the one thing that we need to befriend and change our thoughts about, which is not easy to do all the time and have major laser focus on it in order to, for us to transform. And so for a whole year, I dedicated myself to fitness and I was eating at a surplus. It was a whole commitment. It was like fitness was like my entire life. Um, and I think that when you're learning a new skill in the beginning, it, it kind of is your whole life until you learn to master that skill where you don't have to put so much thought into it because there are habits that are already implemented. But I remember that first year in fitness, I had to brainwash myself with a bunch of fitness stuff. I had to lift very heavy weights and learn how to squat, take videos of myself squatting, sending it back to the coach, the coach providing feedback for me, and count my macros, weigh my food. Like There were so many things that I had to do to achieve the result of getting more muscle in my legs, but I was able to do that and achieve that. But I had to take a bunch of actions that were foreign to me And it has me thinking again of this concept of, I just want to be myself. And it's like, yeah, I want to be, you want to be yourself, but your new self needs to adapt and grow at every level in order for you to be a match to the result that you're wanting. And I personally have even had to do this even in friendships. I remember there was a person in my life who I was very drawn to this person because of the way they carried themselves, just their energy and the way they carried themselves was so interesting to me. It was so magnetic. And, but I remember at the time, I didn't realize what a gossipy person I was. And it was a habit that I had picked up from um, just my upbringing Uh, because I grew up in a household where there wasn't a lot of emotional regulation and my dad was actually a person that he complained a lot but I think that was like his release but I also picked up on that habit of being very complaining instead of learning how to manage and regulate my emotions and with this friendship we actually had a fallout but part of the fallout was because I was gossiping and complaining about the things that weren't working out in our friendship instead of me communicating it directly with that person and eventually we were able to rekindle our relationship but a big lesson that I had to learn from that friendship was that yes I like yes be yourself but stop gossiping learn how to regulate and 
it's the same thing. It's like, yes, be yourself, but if you are gossiping, it's not gonna work. If you want to be a match to that type of friendship that you want to have. And another thing that I'm thinking about is in entrepreneurship when it comes to uh, niching down. And the reason why niching down, which all niching down means is specializing in a certain area of business or a certain expertise or a certain um, point of view. But it doesn't, the point of it is that you need to value what your life can be and what your business can be. That needs to be more valuable to you than your resistance to niching down. And because niching down means that you are setting very strong foundations because the rest of your business, like your marketing and as you grow your brand and as you grow your reputation, everything is going to stem from that very strong foundation and you need to have clarity in that foundation in order for everything else that grows from there um, is really good and I just this is this is the kind of thing that gets me nervous to speak about with entrepreneurs whenever we get on calls and or I see friends that are also trying to convert their clientele on social media to paid clients And it always comes down to, I don't want to be restricted or I'm just not a person that is restrictive. I'm just very multifaceted and multi-passionate. And something I want to tell you is that, okay, look at the results that you're getting right now because of this mentality. I want to be so loving about this. But this is a mindset change that I believe is important to have is you need to value the bigger picture of what you want more than you value your feelings right now and allow yourself to transform and your perception of being yourself, you're going to have to change that. And another example I have for this, I just think of Shan Booty. Shan Boodrum, she's a... uh, I think she's like a relationship expert and she talks a lot about all sorts of things, relationship, and you can look it up on YouTube. I love Shan Booty. But one of the things that she talks about, she wrote a book called like the game of desire or something like that, but it talks about how to be more seductive because her concept was there's a lot of people that are looking to date, are looking to find that person that they really want, but a lot of the advice out there says just be yourself and sometimes it's not about just being yourself is actually using these proven strategies that will make it more likely for you to be more of a desirable person and I remember one of the things that one of the examples she had in the book was are you a cactus person (laughs) and a cactus person is people that have such a strong front that people have to get through like the hurtful parts of who you are or like the strong unapproachable demeanor in order to get to the softness of who you are Um, but then she says that's only going to attract people that are up for the chase and I say this because I used to be this person this person with like a very strong demeanor and then I realized that it's like no like still be approachable you don't have to be a, a pushover 
but also be a person that is agreeable and like easy to get along with. You can still have high self-worth and be easy to get along with. And now I know this topic here is about entrepreneurship and I want to keep it focused on that and about building your personal brand because being on brand is saying the same thing over and over and over again in order for you to build reputation, build community, and become known for that one thing. But I'm providing all these different examples because it all comes down to the same concept of I just want to be myself, but this is it's important to take a hard look at yourself. And it's like if you want to achieve certain results, you're going to have to change who you are. And your perception of being yourself is going to keep evolving over and over and over again. And I'm even doing that myself with my self-concept, even when it comes to my business. Like, yes, I want to be myself, but this whole I'm not good enough or this whole, I don't know, just just self-deprecating thoughts that are not serving me and stories that I have about myself are just not the way. And gosh, there's so many things that I've had to overcome in order to be better at my business. And I say this too, also to the, just like the conscious entrepreneur, because I sometimes feel conflicted in fully expressing what it is that we need to do, because we don't want to, we don't want to fall into toxic patterns of not being yourself at all. I say this because sometimes the corporate space is like known for this, for complying, not being yourself, and having to assimilate. But at the same time, it's so important to take a look at the habits that are not serving you in the most loving and compassionate way and be committed to changing that habit because you believe in yourself, you have a higher vision for yourself, that that's more important to you than maintaining that habit. And yeah, I personally, I last example, the last thing that I had to do this with myself was uh, being consistent on social media. I remember I wanted to start a business because I did not want to confront the concept of being seen. It was so soul-crushing for me and so painful. And I remember I wanted to outsource social media to somebody else until I realized that I have no choice. And knowing what I know now about personal branding, like, no, you, you need to come to terms with the visibility and you need to heal those inner parts. And whether healing looks like talking to a therapist, looks like psychedelic therapy, looks like talking to a friend, talking to someone that can hear you out, talking just to a person that is skilled enough in hearing you out and helping you come up with a different story about that one thing that's causing you pain. And I had to do that. And it again, listen to episode one. Like I, I talk about the suffering that I went through, that it was not easy, but gosh, was it so necessary in order for me to get to this place? Because everything from now on in my business is built upon my visibility. So if you have a problem with visibility, you may run into a whole bunch of other problems if you have these 
yucky feelings and stories about yourself. So, okay, I have preached enough. I have said enough. I hope my get my point across that, yes, be yourself, but it's also learn to be open-minded in order to get different results. So don't be opposed to niching down. There's a lot of freedom in actually having clarity instead of just being vague and all over the place. So, all right. Love you all so much. Thank you for hearing me out. And I will catch you on the next episode.